this is Holo Holo Hangouts. Pull up a chair, hang out with us, grab your Holo Holo, because I forgot to make mine. <laughs> I was supposed to make today. Actually, I was no. supposed to have it. I was help. I was gonna get ready, but things happened today that I just could not do it. Um, For those that don't know, <laughs> Edwin was trying to do that avocado holla holla hangout TikTok. Yes, trend. And I have recipe, the but I have the avocados. I got two avocados in my in my fridge. Um, but do you have the condensed milk? I, oh God, I always have condensed milk. Okay. You kidding? So <laughs> you just like, need to like chop off your uh, chop up your ice and whatever. Condensed milk is a staple in the Filipino pantry. If you don't have condensed milk somewhere, you're doing it wrong because that's like every other Filipino dessert has like some kind of condensed milk in it. In fact, Edwin, <laughs> don't you just you could just eat it straight up, oh, right? Oh, I used to eat that with a spoon when I was a kid. Okay. <laughs> My my mom would be making a thing, and I was like, "Crack, crack it open!" I already had a spoon there, and I'm sitting there like, "I deal." I cut myself pretty badly one time eating condensed milk right out of the can because of the sharp, the sharp edges of the can. Because because you take your finger and then you go in there and then you like you scoop up so that condensed milk and you like you lick your finger and then one time I like took my finger and like scooped it up and I hit the where the where the can gets cut, the can leg gets cut with a can opener. <laughs> yes, it's like there's a little. I was like, there's a little blood. Oh well. Mm. <laughs> I still eat that. <laughs> That's all right. I have a bad. I'm a fan of condensed milk. <laughs> anyway, magandang gabi po. Um, my name is Pam. That's Pam. She's in the family sword by machine. Oh my gosh. We're we're off the rails already. Anyway, yes, we're <laughs> this is Hala Hala Hangout, episode thirty-two. This is yes. a this is we're talking about food this time. We are talking Things about got heavy food. the last episode. Yeah, so we're gonna do something that both Pam and I love to talk about. Actually which enjoy is food. So enjoy. I have to tell you I have to tell you about this weekend. What Edwin that? and I like we our weekend was full of Filipino food. Yes. I mean, Saturday, you had a special event to Edwin. Yes. So, and yeah, it was my, it was my brother was having a get together for, for his, uh, for his birthday. So happy birthday, bro, <laughs> Irwin. I thought that was the grad party or is that? No, that's, that's in two weeks. There's going to be oh, more Filipino oh, food. Oh, so there's there. going to be more oh, Filipino food. Yeah. Oh heck yeah! You know what? Even like uh, last week, I sat down and made some lumpia Shanghai. Ooh. Yeah, so I've got a, I've got lumpia in my freezer, ready to go every time it beckons me. So how do you, how do you like reheat it <laughs> in the? You, no, you fry it. Just fry it. Just okay. Fry it straight out when it's still frozen. You put it in oil. And nice. you let go until it's like nice and golden brown. Is it's, it? It is the perfect you, prepper food. Okay. <laughs> are you? I mean, have you tried it like air fried? No. And I feel like that. I know there's people who who do that. I haven't. I don't have an air fryer. I don't believe okay. in air fryers. Well, if you <laughs> if, if you ever have any leftovers, which I highly highly doubt, but. We have an air fryer, and we could probably like experiment with it. 
Try it. I, I have doubts. I have doubts <laughs> with how well it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, try it. Let's see what happens because it's... It is... Uh, next time we have a game, I'll bring some. If I still have left, I'll, I'll bring some and we can try it. Next time we okay. have a, a D&D game. And, <laughs> cool. Yeah. And then the thing is... Yeah, so we, I didn't even do that. But this weekend was... Was... All Filipino bar- barbecue all the time. Plus my brother's <laughs> thing. And yes. more barbecue there. A lot of beef steak in that. Like a lot of... Ba- uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, uh, baboy, tambok, baboy, what do they call it? They like the, the pork belly part. Oh, yeah, when you like he, uh, hiniwa, that's it. Was there, <laughs> was there an actual pig or no? No, are we, we allowed just, to do that in Minnesota? My family did it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, my family did it. We we just but did it in not, the back of my uncle's house. <laughs> in, but Indian, not, but not last Saturday. What? No, not you, sa- that. That didn't Saturday. happen last Saturday. I ah. was thinking about doing that one time. Did like, John? yeah, I was thinking about doing that one time in the back of my yard. You know, just let's go buy a let's go buy and a pig and everyone and have like, some. Are, oh, are you kidding me? My neighbors would be like like pork. They'll be there's a line. <laughs> They'll be the a door. line. <laughs> You kidding? Like there's there's a Filipino family that lives in my neighborhood. There's a you know there's a there's a Chinese family that lives across the street from me. Like they're not gonna smell it from a mile away. Are you kidding me? They're gonna they're gonna like it, it'll 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 call to them like church bells on Sunday. You know, it'll just it will they'll just come to come to my house because they'll just see this big plume of smoke. I mean that's. It's it's just one of those things that I always look forward to. You know, every time there's a Filipino gathering, it's like you can bet that there's Filipino food, and there was, there was, yeah, there was like inihao, and then there was um, uh, what else? Like lumpia. Someone made lumpia. Mm-hmm. Someone made. Uh, oh yeah, we thought there wasn't any rice. I thought there wasn't <gasps> any rice. No, there was rice. They just it was it just came oh. out late and then then you know my my sister really was like showing over. No, don't do that. Don't tease us with yeah. the lack of rice. That just rice. enrages the inner Filipino. Oh, <laughs> oh, we'll talk about that rice. later. Yes, we, we'll talk, <laughs> we'll about, talk about, that about that later. later. Edwin and I did try it at a new place. Yeah, but we will review that later. Exactly. It, so yeah, so yeah, so it was Filipino all Filipino food all the time. I made. I made uh, um, my uh, the my dad's recipe for chicken wings on Sunday. Mm. That was really nice. That's full on Filipino right there. So I've been grilling a lot. So because oh. yeah, it, it's June. Oh and heck yeah! It's it's grilling yeah. season. I even bought a you new, have to. I even bought a new grill for this season. <laughs> oh really? Is it a, is it a gas a or a? Oh heck no! No gas? Are you kidding? <laughs> okay. I, I don't remember. I don't remember a dirty kitchen when you, <laughs> you know, where where we're gonna go. We're gonna go sugba, and it was gas. You'd be thrown out of the town if you had <laughs> if you had if you had gas grills or something. No, you get the coconut charcoal. If you have any, and you make a proper fire, 
and you panda you you not pun is it panda yeah like you know you oh, fan it <laughs> you fan it oh and, yeah. that yeah <laughs> yeah make make it proper make it right you know so I want yeah. a sugba today okay turn on the gas no <laughs> some things are better left <laughs> taking your time. So so that ha- so that was Saturday for Edwin. So my Filipino food excursion began Sunday. Sunday I went my husband and I went to uh the Carinderia that was held in the Philippine Center of Minnesota. It happens once the uh, the first Sunday of every month in July it's going to be actually in the second Sunday because yep. the first Sunday is the July 4th weekend. Yep. And you know what? It was it was a very underwhelmed when we came because we we were there at like eleven a.m., which is where when it usually starts. There was a like actual parking spots that were like open, and usually the parking lot is like packed. Yep. I was like, okay, are we too early or what's going on? So we went in, and there there were only like two food vendors, a couple like merchandise vendors that's it and so i was like oh well that's a bummer but i mean when we when we were uh driving there there was a bunch of construction yeah and there was like a food truck festival that was going on in a nearby church lot too and i'd often wonder if like i think indies or not Oh yeah, Indies I think has a food truck, so I, I I often wonder if they are partaking in a food truck. Um. So, and of course it's it's the summertime. I'm pretty sure the other vendors have other things yeah. that they they that's going on. So I was like, okay, fine. So the two, so there were just two. Um, one was Marla's baked goods. So I She's helped myself. Good. Yeah. To a lot of hopia. <laughs> Yep, Hopia, and she also makes, uh, she always makes, uh, um, Ensamina. I got some Ensamina from her. Oh, yeah. That was pretty good. We got some, I think we have, we actually got some Turon, I think. Turon? Yeah. There was also Pan de Sal, Spanish bread. There was, like, the Ube bread with the cheese in the middle. I just had one today. Oh, so So good. So yeah, so that so that was like the baked vendor, and then the other vendor is like your typical. They had dinuguan. I know. I'm sorry, Edwin. <laughs> <laughs> they actually had dinuguan. They actually had like a ube cheesecake, like a different type of cheesecake other than where we went. And now, and at that Ooh. time, I'm like, I'm full, because they had. Oh my god, what did they have? They didn't have adobo chicken. They didn't have uh, Filipino spaghetti. They had um, they had uh, longanisa sausage. Uh, That's good. I haven't had longanisa in a long time. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and they had uh, caldereta. You mean Two they? Of- you mean they had it, and that restaurant over in St. Paul Is didn't it? have it? Okay, hold your fury. <laughs> hold your fury. We're, we're jumping the gun here. But yeah, um, 
so we we spent most of our money on the base goods but um so yeah we stuffed our faces with filipino food there um and then after that we went to menali and if if our listeners remember menali is my family friend who bakes cakes at her home yep and um, we we we, got, every, we had her on the show once yeah menali kenless is yep. her name and she uh she, uh, every year we have uh like a little birthday tradition um in order to celebrate like there's like four may birthdays that i know of so we were like okay we'll just we usually celebrate it around the memorial day weekend but since um schedules there were a lot of schedule conflicts we just pushed it to last weekend so we picked up a mocha cake a half sheet mocha cake from her Ooh. and i did ask her how she was doing and um she she voiced on how there has been more competition that's going on there has been more yeah filipinos that are baking kind of like her my cousin's one of those yep. yep and so she was like yeah but i mean she's not mad um, she still has her loyal customers. She knows that yeah. she could always count on me. Yeah. Um, I always entrust her with her mocha cakes. She also makes ube, ube cakes. She makes sanserval, which is very rich. <laughs> um, but um, I mean, for others, there are, I, I I do turn to uh, other vendors depending on what they carry. Yeah, but it it it. She says that she likes the variety of Filipino uh, bakers out there. Yeah, it kind of eases eases up on her without losing her loyal cus- customers. Yeah, I can that see is, that. Yeah, so I was glad to hear that uh, the Filipino food uh, vendors are stepping up and being seen. Yeah, and you know the thing is, is that you know the like my cousin also bakes and does that the whole cottage thing, just like what Melly does, right? Mm-hmm. And if here's the, here's a cool thing, right? If I ask her to make a thing, she'll do it, you know. Mm-hmm. But then when I'm at a party, because she is a relative. Yeah. She'll just bring freaking like her like everything <laughs> and I and I sit there, it's like, oh Basai Lubung, Basai Lubung and I'll grab this stuff and bring it home. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> so there's always there's a plus side to it. And it's you know, and I appreciate it because I like her baking. And you know, and you know, you know, me, you know, I bake and you know, we, we sometimes you know we'll share you know, trade secrets yeah. and stuff like that. So it's not, you know, it's not like, you know, I'm getting it for free, but I definitely appreciate <laughs> someone making so, like insomnia yeah. for me without having to pay for it. And Sunday <laughs> ended with, uh, uh, with our barbecue over at our place, just me and my in-laws. Mm. Uh, we, we used my father's recipe, um, it's the beef marinade and it's always a hit and it's always good and I always overeat it. What happened to <laughs> me last night? Indigestion. 
Well. Well, I was like, yeah. it's worth it. Okay, it's worth it. Yeah, as long as it's <laughs> worth it. But but if if we learn if we take away anything from just our general talk of food, it it pays to to know a fellow Filipino. Just uh, just a Filipino in general or a Filipino American because they will they will bring you the good stuff yeah. or at least know a person that knows the good stuff. It's you know, the connection. Speaking of that. You know, I found my favorite. This is an aside, but I found my favorite, my new favorite Filipino ice cream flavor. Ube. Close. Mongo? No. I'll just tell you because I don't think okay. you're going to get it, but I was introduced to. This is way back ago, but then I found it over at, at, at this. In our next segment. You know, we're going to talk about this, this grocery store, but I found it at a grocery store. It's called Ube Macapuno, which What's is, Macapuno? it's like young, it's like a young coconut. Oh. Uh, you know, like coconut milk and with, you know, coconut shavings, stuff like that. And they, they use Ube, they'll put Ube as a flavoring. So you got like this two, like coconut and Ube. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. Huh. I'm... I'm uh I'm a fan. I can't just have ube anymore. It has to be this. Oh, I mean, I'll settle for ube. Okay. I'll settle for ube. If someone puts ube in my face, you know, like in front of me, oh, I'll You'll take go- it. Oh yeah, I will. I will <laughs> gladly eat it with no problem, right? But if it's with magapuna on it, you'll be my next favorite person. It makes it sweeter, <laughs> does it? Yes, it has that like next level like like flavor profile on the ice cream. Mm. It's so good. Okay. Like I'm telling you, like you try it, and I think you know, like Philippine Village and everybody else, you know, like Asian Mart will have it. So it's it's a magnolia flavor, right? Of course, yeah, so, magnolia. <laughs> yeah, but it's also there's like Philippine Select Best too, which is I think is a Nestle brand. Want to say they is also it? have it? Yeah. Oh, I could be wrong. No. But, I always go with Magnolia yeah. when it comes to that so, stuff. Yeah, well, well, I mean, you know, they, all, you know, they're also like, in, um, I mean, they also have a presence in the Philippines. So I'm sure that's also coming from the Philippines. So I know, but Magnolia is is you know like I grew up with Magnolia. It's like camps here, <laughs> you know that sort of thing. So, <laughs> um, all right, all right, so. Next segment, let's move on. Uh, next segment, what are we talking about here? And I just lost everything. There it is. So, you mentioned about a grocery store, yes. So, I'm gonna turn this on. Oops, what is it? Nope, where's it? Nope, there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Evan, what's what's okay? What's you know what. Beef? So this okay. So here's the thing. I went to United Noodles, and for those of you who are not from the Twin Cities, United Noodles is sort of like this Asian staple in the Twin Cities. Like it was there when I was a kid, and it's always been at the same place, which is like this warehouse area. Like yeah. you wouldn't. There was a time where the only people who knew this place existed were the Asians. 
of the cities, yeah. right? And it was sort of like it was like word of mouth, and because it, it wasn't like a storefront, they would say it's not like a like a Cub Foods or a Kroger's or whatever. Like there's like this big sign and it looks like a big storefront. No, this is tucked away in the warehouse part of South Minneapolis, and you would miss it. If you didn't know it was there. Yep. And so we went there um, a week, uh, not last weekend, but the weekend before that. Okay. And what the heck happened? <laughs> what do like, you mean? Like, okay. So when I remember last time I was over at United News, right? They had a ramen deli shop right yeah serving ramen it's, it's a it's called uni deli uni deli right they had yeah. ramen they had like like rice they balls had they, they had, had tonkatsu which is tonkatsu. the octopus balls yeah tonkatsu. they had um uh what do you call that like the the thing that looks like a fish <laughs> you know like the japanese my wife gets it oh all the time. are you talking about that red bean um, yeah the red bean yeah thing yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and it was good. It was great. It was the best thing I've seen in, in, in Nine Nils for a very long time. And the you could tell where things are. It was pretty well organized. Like I already knew where like all the all the ramen packets were. I knew where the where the Filipino stuff was. I knew where if I needed to go get bonito flags, I knew exactly where that was. You know? <laughs> Okay. Oh, they had the fishes that I like to see, right? They had red snapper, they had uh, like scad and mackerel and uh, and milkfish, all this stuff. They yeah. even had, last time I was there, they even had durian, which I was not allowed to get. Yeah, you're not, nope. <laughs> <laughs> right? Which I wasn't allowed to get. <laughs> Trust me, I wanted to get it. Right? Okay. But, so that was the last time before the this time I went, right? It was the last time. This was like maybe like a year ago. Yeah, right? it was like I think it was before COVID. It was before right? COVID, yeah. Yeah. And let me tell you, it completely changed. Like like Unideli is no longer there. I don't know where the heck to find, like, even, like, like, the, like, it took me a long time just to find Bonito Flights. And it was hit or miss when it came to, like, like, they had a lot of frozen, like, pre-meal stuff. <laughs> like, that was, that was a change. And huh. they had, like, this, like, like, bod me. Sort of station. Oh, instead of the ramen, it's the yeah. Bami. But there was like prepackaged brahmi. Some dude like in there is like just making it, like setting it out for people to take. Mm. You know, like it was like that, and it was just I don't know. Like I was just I was just like like even even my wife didn't know because she was looking forward to ramen. <laughs> we were there. Oh. Yeah, like we were looking forward to like ooh, you know, yeah, let's get some ramen. And so we went there. It was just. It wasn't happening. Did you at least try it or no? no the Bonnie place. We were we no. were pretty upset. Like we were like, 
I was oh. just like, you know, it's one of those things where like you sort of like expect it and you were so glad it's there because, you know, like you enjoy going to this to this grocery store, get your stuff because, you know, things aren't all this stuff, like all the things that the people sort of like. I mean, I work in the grocery, like in the in the in the grocery retail, you know, mm-hmm. not in retail, but, you know, like I, I worked in I worked for, you know, in the IT department for for a, right. for a food crawl. We do not make huge changes like that because so you're going to shock. <laughs> you are going to shock your customers to the point where they're not going to come back. Like you just so don't make. Me, <laughs> so it makes me wonder what uh, what caused that change. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know if it was COVID, <laughs> but I mean, they were open during COVID. They would have had to, right? It's. The, I mean, grocery. it's a grocery store. I mean, people need to buy their food. Somewhere. Yeah. I need to go find you know, huh. I need to go buy my rice. <laughs> They're going. I mean, come on. But you know, like it, it was just so it was just such such a shocker to me. Like how, how right. much that place has changed. Someone told me it had like something to do with like like Guy Fieri or something. I don't know if oh, that's, that's true. That's probably me, because I believe that. I believe that. Cause before the huge change, when it was still a ramen place, yeah. I could tell just by the taste of the food. That it changed. Oh, really? And it started to change like right after Guy Fieri like stopped by and you know did, did his, his review thing and he even gave the whole his, like a was it like a plate or a platter or yeah a cookie sheet with his stupid face thing or whatever oh with his uh, signature. I'm like, Ugh, whatever. Yeah, it wasn't. I wasn't that. Yeah. impressed with it but ever since then i noticed that the ramen didn't taste very well um even the the i i always go for the takoyaki because it's yeah. not every place sells that their takoyaki like they they didn't put as much sauce on it it wasn't cooked well enough the quality Whoa. of it was just went downhill from there Gosh, when you have like soggy takoyakis there's nothing worse I know. yeah it, it was really bad there were there was like one time when it was like it was cooked but it was like served cold mm. and it was like <laughs> was it like so it's like, it? <laughs> it's like it was like it wasn't like cold cold it was like lukewarm and oh. you want your takiyoki fresh no, yeah you want it fresh straight out of that like like little like form thing that they use to make it oh you yeah know? Like it may form. burn your tongue but at least it brought you burnt happiness yeah um, with like bonito flakes but, on top of that thing and you're oh yeah it. Ooh, it's nothing it's nothing yeah it's, it's really so, good stuff if it's made right yeah so yeah it's been a while since i went to united Idol because i heard because we that was the main reason why i knew united noodle i didn't know it as a kid but i was introduced to it as an adult because of uni deli yeah because i was wanting some ramen and you need deli didn't really sell just ramen they had a good variety of stuff they had yeah. rice bowls they had um specials yep. they had all this other stuff and then when after guy you know came and left all of a sudden the whole thing just completely changed i'm like okay even so I even yeah. even my other you know my non-asian friends they were like dude you need deli is no longer considered a good place to have asian food because i think they dulled it down 
That's so sad. That is very sad. It was a very I'm, great place to go eat your lunch before you go grocery shopping. That's what I we did. That was like the routine. Like we went there, we yeah. did grocery shopping, we ate a thing because it was good, and it was like we had like we even brought my 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 wife and I brought my father in law there because it was good. You know, like we were like this place is really good. You know, and and um, like mm. it's just. I don't know. Like now, you know, like Kwang's is still one of my favorite places to eat. At least there's oh, like a yeah. pretty good oh, ramen yeah. place, you know, just like cross the, you know, over on Nicollet Avenue. So it's I'm it's it's not a really a, it's not really like a, you know, like you know, like like not a total loss. It's not a total loss because at least you know we have like Kwang's and then we've got um, that place that's a, like right next to Shuang Horror. That just opened up there. I don't For, think I know that one. Ishido's, I think it's called. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's 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 not a total loss, but seriously, like what the heck? Like it it, it it's an inconvenience for sure. Yeah. And I'm I'm actually curious on just trying the bottom just just so that I could say I could try it, even though I may be disappointed. I might just try their cheapest option. <laughs> the the Vietnamese, the French Vietnamese bakery over on St. Paul is still my standard when it comes to banh mi. Like they're that my standard. That I'll probably go to next yeah. after that. <laughs> yeah, that's my um, standard. Like if you're if you're not cutting there and you're like using the wrong bread, you know. So, like <laughs> so did um, besides the restaurant portion, did anything else change? Like in the groceries, they had like these. They had like what we call in the business. You know, we call in the in the grocery business the general merchandise. You know, like these mm. are like plates and and you know, like their chopsticks. Oh, the non-food the, items. The non-food items. We call oh, okay. them general yeah, merchandise. Yeah. It was everywhere. <laughs> like it wasn't just uh. like it was like a place. Like they put it. I kid you not. They put it in the frozen food aisle. They don't have it in the corner. No, anymore. not anymore. Oh, no. That's like their that's like their like their candy area now. Where the where that whole thing and trust me, like I, I they're like that's where when I if I was gonna go buy a, I was a, uh like a, like a really good rice cooker, like a tiger oh, or, or yeah. A, well, the Yoshi Joshi, I forgot the type called. that sings to you. Yeah, so the type that sings to you and says, "Hey, your rice is done," you know, and then yep. says a little melody and that sort of thing. You know, that's where I wouldn't think of getting it first. Is that you yeah. know, noodles? Because I know they had it there, or they used to have it there. It's gone. <laughs> I could, I could, I found one rice cooker when I was there and it was smaller than the one I have now oh jeez yeah it's definitely not Filipino friendly <laughs> oh I remember a time when United Noodle had like all these different varieties yeah I don't different sizes yeah. different manufacturers and all that stuff and I was like wow yeah this is an Asian's dream now hearing that and I'm like oh dear lord I don't I don't know I really don't know what's going on they I found out that they opened a like a like a United Noodles like satellite store out in Woodbury and and I don't even know what that looks like like I'm kind of scared to go there just 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I'm scared to go to. I'm kind of scared to go there right now because it's like, it's like, what am I gonna find that's gonna like upset me or whatever? Like I don't know what's gonna. I really don't know. Like, you know, I guess the saving grace is that at least there's a dragon mm. star down, you know, in in Dale Street. Might as well just go to Dragon Star. <laughs> I know it's just so bad. I don't know. Like I just, I was just so. I, I'm like, I was just like, wow, this is something definitely happened. I don't know what. Like, it shocked me. <laughs> like, I wonder. Yeah, I'm awfully curious as to why the huge change. No. It used to do so well, and maybe it still is. And there's people we're just there. Not used to it? Like, I don't know. There was people there when we've pulled up, you know, the parking lot, you know, or what you call a parking lot, which is basically just line your car up by the fence, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty full. So, okay. but this was like a Saturday after, you know, Saturday like early afternoon. Oh, so, yeah, really busy. Yeah. So, but I, other than that, I don't know. And they did the the seafood market that used to be like further away, like down to the corner, is like oh, right yeah. next door now. It's what? It's right next door. That seaside oh, yeah. or sea, yeah, whatever the heck it is. That's next door now. Oh, there's okay. a restaurant there's a restaurant next to that mm-hmm. so i mean so that place is sort of picking up i guess i mean but there was a time where you, you know you went to united noodles because someone in the community told told you that there was this new new grocery store that's you know that's that's there but don't be fooled. Just keep going down behind the building because you'll see it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. But that's my that's my thing about United Noodles. I'm, I'm, I hope because they are the staple of the, you know, the Asian community here in the in, in the Twin Cities, you know. Yeah. Like, don't, I felt like they just like gave them to pressure to be like trendy, whatever the heck that is. <laughs> but you who know, knows? I mean, I'm if, not quite sure if. If there's a listener out there that knows, I mean, I would be interested in knowing it. Yeah. But yeah, that's quite. That's always quite a disappointment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did get all the groceries that I, I was looking for, except for several several things that are, you know, that that they didn't have for some crazy odd reason. So mm. we went down to Shuang Horror and I found out that Shuang Horror requires masks and I freaking ran out of masks in my in my <laughs> car. So I couldn't even go into Shuang Horror. <laughs> I was so I was like, oh man. But whatever. You know, whatever. Like I'm you know, Shuang Horror is still one of my favorites. So it's the only place I can get um Lichun, Baboy. Ah, Lichun. Yeah, it's one of the only places I can go to get some, you know, so I gotta make my home butt somehow, and that's that's where I usually get it. So. <laughs> Anyways, so let's move on. And Pam has Pam uh, wants to talk about what are we talking about? <laughs> Actually, you mentioned about a documentary. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, that's not the one I want. <laughs> okay. So I was watching Hulu. Uh, this was like a like a little less than a month ago, and I was just flipping through Hulu, trying to you know finding something to to watch. And one of the things that came across was Ulam, 
And if you don't know what ulam is, it's this this is documentary that's on Hulu about Filipino cuisine and how it's and how it's sort of like taking hold in the U.S. culinary world, yes. and specifically in the coast, California, and New York. In fact, <laughs> one of our one of the people we used to talk about on the show, um, and in the our other show. Oh, Alvin. Are you talking about Alvin? Yeah, the the big dude that. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah, that does. Uh, what is that? Uh, oh, what's his restaurant? It's, it's Alvin Kailan. Egg slut. Yeah, the egg slut yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yes, he we, was. We bought. We bought. We bought his cookbook. <laughs> yeah, and actually, Pam gave it to me for give it to. And ah, yes. for Christmas, so yeah, we still yes. have that. And I just was like, I'm gonna buy one for myself. <laughs> and you know, it was he was on that documentary, and I gotta tell you, I first of all, I got hungry real quick. Of course. And because <laughs> they were talking about stuff that I was just like, wow. And the people that was on there understand, understand mm-hmm. the Filipino plight when it comes to. Like, like trying to find Filipino food that's not from your parents, you know, from your parents' house that your mom yeah. would make it, and trying to find that sort of like that essence of Filipino cuisine that a lot of Filipinos are looking for, you know, and yeah, you know, like you know, I remember they were talking about how a lot of them had to like cook Chinese food right or Mexican food or what have you and you know and not do like you know Filipino food it wasn't until they became you know like you know established where it's like I want to open up a Filipino you know restaurant Mm -hmm. and it was kind of sad that we were sort of like clumped into that culture like Chinese you know yeah cuisine and it's just like okay yes my parents went to chinese restaurants because that's what we only had here and it was the closest thing that we could possibly get to pancit let's have lo mein (laughs) you know yeah i get it but you know now it's it's completely changed and i'm glad some restaurants especially here in the in in the minnesota is a hit or miss for me Mm -hmm. you know i'm i have pretty high standards when it comes to filipino restaurants as pam we'll will att- yeah too. as pam will attest <laughs> so uh so i was glad to see it and you know one of the things anybody who's ever like you know knows anything about the restaurant industry it's very hard to start up a restaurant there's a lot of overhead that you have to deal with and you're always sort of like losing money before you make money and even if that so it's a, lot a brutal of, it's, it's brutal. a brutal industry yeah especially when we came to covid you know that was i didn't i'm surprised like a poise is still around <laughs> you know yeah and manila walk made it you know because it was i think if it wasn't for like the filipino community maybe yeah, yeah. i mean i know like we were doing you know like Especially like the CSFA was doing a lot with Up Boys, you know, yeah. in Manila Walk, just trying to make sure that they stay afloat. So, 
you know, and helping them out. So it was kind of like, you know, that I don't know. Did you? I, you watched it, Pam, right? I did watch it, and I did take notes. So. Oh, <laughs> let's hear your notes. Cause... Oh, okay. So as as you said, yeah. this. I mean, I think there were a couple that like they didn't start off wanting to be a chef. They were just kind of thrusted in there. Yep. I think there was that one guy that was actually working as a cook, and it wasn't a Filipino restaurant at the time. Something happened where he was later offered a job as as a chef for that restaurant but the only thing thing that he could cook was filipino food because that's all that he knew oh yeah like everybody left that restaurant yeah like all the cooks left and the guy and he was washing dishes yes that's the guy yes (laughs) so so of course you know a job is a job yep he's like okay i'll cook and he did say i'm not a chef I'll cook only what I know, and I only know Filipino food. And he's like done. And so that's how he started his chef career. Yeah. Um, a lot of these chefs are young. Um, I know Alvin is what in his twenties, early thirties, maybe. Maybe early thirties. Um, but usually, when sure. people think, "Oh, you're just starting," you, you normally picture like a twenty-some, a, a young person probably fresh out of culinary school that you know kind of wants to make it big yeah no there were there were immigrants that you know that wanted that you know was struggling and wanted to make money and the easiest way to make money is through what they know and what they know is filipino food yeah um and that's how that's how like a lot like it's like what is it uh what is that uh Filipino town or Manila town, the one in uh, in LA. Is it? Oh, LA. Oh, um, you know that street that's uh, there. Okay, I don't I don't remember the restaurant, but yeah. Yeah, well, that's I mean, no, I mean, like it's that that community in in LA full of Filipinos, mm-hmm. like the Filipino town. Or I forgot what it's called. I think it's like Manila town, maybe. Um, something uh, like that. Yeah. Something. But anyways, that's where a lot of like a lot of Filipinos are gathered, and they made restaurants there. Mm-hmm. And you know that's it's sort of like how you know like you know you hear Chinatown, you hear about Little Italy, you hear about you know Little Tokyo, that sort of thing. That's basically you know I mean, why because that's where all the grocery stores are, that's where all the restaurants are for that particular community, and that's where a lot yep. of it started going going up. So yep. And this one just felt like this one felt personal when the young people said oh they want to be a cook and they share their aspirations with their parents <laughs> yeah their parents like first reaction is are are you sure <laughs> well it's like you because they think cooks are lowly like they're yeah. like they serve they 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 cook food for 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 people who have money yes you know so it's a, it's so a course, cultural and status thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And that's that's how it got so personal because yeah. of I remember a time when I didn't know what I would want to become, and my parents were like, "So what did you want to become?" I'm like, "I don't know." I was like, "Well, what do you? What makes you happy? Maybe you could make that as a profession." I'm like, "I want to become a singer." They're like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> but I'm that's like, what okay, makes me happy. Yeah. You know? Yep, I, but, 
You know, I was I was but, into music a lot, exactly. Like, yep. Are you so, sure? <laughs> but you have to understand that this is also a generation thing. It so is. usually, the young people they are they were born in in America. Yeah. Um, they didn't know how, how immigrant life started out. Yeah. Um, usually, and, their parents had like humble beginnings. Yeah. And I can attest to that. I mean, there's one thing that I really learned, you know, like traveling back and forth from the Philippines. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, knowing what my parents told me, you know, growing up, when mm. they were growing up, you know, like, we don't really know what hardship is. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. And essentially, like, because, you know, like, here you have, like, a lot of, like, social social nets, right? In the Philippines, there are no social nets. Like, there, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard. I, I get where they're coming from, right? Yes. So I understand why my parents did the way that they what they did, you know. And yeah, but now it's, it's now it's not like I mean, uh, you know, like grew yeah. up in the grew up here. I mean, I mean, they're your parents. Yeah. Of of course, they will support you in whatever yeah. you choose to do. They just want you to choose wisely. Yeah. Or at least have a plan B or and or C. <laughs> yeah, they want you to so, pick the proper looking Holy Grail. <laughs> they want they want to Not see the you shiny succeed. ones. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> let's be honest: the restaurant business is a reputation riddled with doubt. You don't. Yeah. know if it's if whatever you're cooking is gonna launch yeah. or not. And I know many people who's in the restaurant business who have failed. Yeah, you know, I mean, and it's. A poise yeah. wasn't the first one, first Filipino establishment in in the Twin Cities. There were many before that. Yeah, that did not succeed. Only mainly because, I mean, one of them was like not doing like actual Filipino food. Like they were doing like tapas, like Spanish. Oh uh, yeah, Filipino. Yeah. And then there was another person. There was another restaurant that. The Filipino menu was the kitchen menu because they were disguised as a Chinese restaurant. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My, Angela and I went there once because we had to find... First of all, we had to find which one it was. And we had to find a location where it was. It was like a treasure hunt. You know? Uh -huh. Like, you know, like, there's this mysterious Filipino restaurant, you know, somewhere in the cities... But it's not a you know it's like it's like it was like a like like find the clues to get to the to the Filipino food and you go into this Chinese restaurant and you sort of have to ask for the Filipino menu. Yeah, you know it was like that. It was just like why are you guys trying to hide this? This was like back in like two thousand and seven, two thousand eight. Okay, and I was just like, you have. Galderita here. You have adobo here. You have like lumpia here, but it's not on your main menu because you're, you know, you're you're serving lo mein, yeah. and <laughs> you know, like you're like, I don't understand this. Like, like this is like a super secret thing that only Filipinos know. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know what their strategy is because I know with it's either. I know, I know sometimes those that are wanting a restaurant business to succeed tend to play it safe. And sometimes that's playing it safe 
is actually just a loss of investment. Yeah. I, it was just one of those things that he didn't know what wanted to be. Yeah. But played it safe, so let's let's serve up Lomain, let's serve up, you know, Kung Pao chicken and <laughs> you know. You I know, don't know. and <laughs> another thing that I found interesting is that there was a heavy debate. Like Filipinos for against Filipinos as to like whether or not we should serve Filipino. It was and this was back in the time before yeah. now that we're like is I mean, will the American like general accept it? society will they accept it? Because they're let's let's face it, it's not exactly it doesn't most look pleasant good. looking food. Yeah, it's not the most cool looking, you know, there's a lot of grays. There's it's, a lot not, of blacks. it's not really bougie. There's a I lot mean, of yeah. It, it's very straightforward, really. It is, and you know, like I don't understand why that debate even came up. It's almost like, have you seen the Americans in the Philippines? <laughs> you know, like true. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like it's not like they, you know, there's you know this, you know this, you know, like mystical like mysterious land in southeast asia that nobody really goes to you have to have like a a special thing no i mean the phil the americans have been there since since yeah. the spanish american war like they've tasted filipino before and you know like i don't know a single american full-on american that did not like filipino i will i will <laughs> say that you know I think the general American palate has become more adventurous. Yeah. Compared to like 20 years ago. For, oh yeah. Well, I guess it depends on where in America. Uh, true. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, if I served a Filipino food and, you know, Places in the United States, I'd like second guess myself whether or not this was actually a good idea or not. Oh, I re oh, oh, oh! You know? I remember. <laughs> I remember there was like a cultural day in and in my high school, and I went to a private, uh, mostly white, uh, school. Yep. And there was cultural. It was like a cultural appreciation day or something, and they in invited people to like cook something that wasn't part of your culture or if or not part not, it wasn't or wasn't typical to the american yeah you're not restaurant yeah so i was like okay well perfect i'll just cook something i'll ask my mom to cook something and usually it's the safe it's the safest one adobo chicken <laughs> <laughs> that was the safest it's one that was the safest one Mine was, well, my, that I thought of at the moment because I was like, oh, mm, my safe will zone. they like caldereta? Will they like yeah. pancit? I don't know. Yeah. My, our safe zone was lumpia. Lumpia or pancit. That oh, was like yeah. the, the safe yeah, zone. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, we just decided on, on adobo chicken and a lot of people were like, what's this? What's this? It's really, really good. And I was like, it's adobo chicken. It's like, oh. And, the, and, and they were like, it they just kept on asking me like what's in it what made it so yummy and yeah. i was like i grew up on this stuff what are you talking about <laughs> i still i still remember my uh, my best friend in high school who went to my graduation party ate the whole freaking pan of pico <laughs> where is it uh, they ate, ate it. the pan um 
another thing that you know as the as the filipino restaurants were trying to you know gain steam yep there was also another debate on whether should non-filipinos oh, cook filipino yeah. food yeah there was that one guy who was he was uh he wasn't filipino he was like what colombian no he or, was um uh, not new guinea um Oh crap! Now it's gonna bother me. He's not. Like, he's he from South America. Yeah, he was like one of the countries in South America. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. and um, like he married a Filipina. Yes. And they started a restaurant, and he learned how to cook Filipino food. Yeah. And he was cooking really good Filipino food. I mean, I guess I haven't tasted his Filipino food. I don't know, but right. According to the document, it was really, really good. But there was a lot of pushback because, like, there was a... What was it? There was, like, a nanai who came into the restaurant and, like, challenged them? Um, I'm not quite <laughs> sure. All I know is that that woman that ran the Jeepney restaurant yep. in New York. Yep. Like, she... I don't think she was a... I think she... I don't think she was a cook, but... She was a restaurateur. She was a Filipina yeah. that eventually did start her own restaurant, and she, I think, she was she was very stern with her beliefs yeah. as to what Filipino a Filipino restaurant should, how it should run. Yeah, she looked. By the way, she looked a lot like my sister. It was a bit surreal <laughs> for me. Anyway, um, but but yeah, she was like she didn't think that. She thought that Filipinos should cook Filipino food because yeah. they know their food the best. The best. In a way, yes, she's correct. But you know the, you know the dude that uh, isn't Filipino, like was like no, as long as you stuck true to the roots yeah. of it, anyone should cook Filipino food. Filipino food should be shared. No, yeah. It shouldn't be like kept secret yeah and so there's like a debate going back and forth and yeah. <laughs> it's like and i don't think it should be kept a secret i mean the thing about filipino food like i'm i'm really glad it's going out in sort of like melding in with you know in in the mainstream because i mean it was so especially when i talk about filipino food and how i grew up talking about like like what pancit is what is that? Do you know go on? What is that? You know, and you know, uh, what is that? You know, like a, yeah. for the longest time, and don't don't tell me this wasn't a thing. People who thought about double chicken was like, oh, that Mexican thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> it right? is. I mean, it is true. I mean, it is because it's a Spanish-derived thing, but we it make is. it completely different from what they were doing in you know Spanish slash you know or or, or Mexico. Or other places because they have their own kinds of adobo. Filipino adobo is a very, very unique thing, you know. And but we, they, a lot of people, especially my friends, thought it was, you know, like, you know, like talking about like Mexican adobo or chorizo or or or, or chorizo, right? Chorizo. We have our own chorizo yeah. in the Philippines, you know, longanisa, you know, that sort of yeah. thing. And then I, I mean, I remember like trying to introduce this to to my sixth grade elementary school class you know and one of them said oh do you mean sarsa 
No. <laughs> or Therese? No. no, kid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, it was just like that. Like, I just, it's really hard to, without actually, like, if, you know, now I can go, I was like, you want to taste well? Okay, cool. Let's go over to Poise. Let's go to Manila Walk. Let's go to X, Y, and Z. And yeah. it's a lot easier to introduce Filipino food like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, and, yeah. And you do, and you do cover another thing too. There's, there were a lot of layers. Yeah, I was, was peeling an onion. Yeah. Um, there were microaggressions in Filipino food. They're like, f- culture is really ingrained in food. Yes. It, even yes. past what, what you think at first, because there were certain things like, we like they want to accommodate to the american audience but also at the same time still be genuinely filipino yeah so they're trying to attain this happy medium well there are a lot of microaggressions in that too because if you go too too like too far to accommodation you could you could that's like assimilation yeah. in a way. And and another uh, a good example is that whole Dinuguan. Yeah. How do we market Dinuguan? Dinuguan is basically uh pork blood. P- pork blood stew is basically what it is. And of course, <laughs> if you uh, and of course if you put that in a menu, of course people will be like, "Ew, I don't yeah. want pork blood." So, yeah. I think they're like, "Well, should we relabel it to like something Pizzazzy like chocolate beef. And I was like, chocolate beef? No. You're misleading them now yeah. at that point. Yeah. It's not yeah. sweet and it's not beef. You know, one of my best conversations I've had about Filipino food like revolved around Dinoguan. Yeah. You know, it one of my the best conversations I ever had. Because the because when you look at it on his face, right? It's strange. Right? Yeah. Dinogon is a strange thing. I love it. It's the first thing I, I look for as Pamela Tess when I go to a Filipino yep. restaurant. Yep. I judge <laughs> Filipino restaurants by the way they cook the Dinogon. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yep. And they, you know, but one of the things is that it can be strange in Filipino, but if you think about it, every culture has their strange food. Even the United States has their strange food. You know. We won't mention Minnesota sushi. <laughs> yeah. Minnesota itself has strange food, right? Yes. Right? <laughs> you know. Europe. Europe is safe, you know? Like we're from, no, we're no. from here. No, it's not, because they have they have something that sort of resembles Dinogoan. <laughs> okay so it's not like it, it you know it's just one of those things where where if you want authentic exotic filipino food right that doesn't taste like anything you've tasted before right i always tell people is like try it <laughs> just try it see if you like it it is you want to get full-on filipino this is what it is right and it's not pretty and- it's black maybe dark right. gray right it's not it's not pretty food right. but you ask any filipino out there if, if they like dinoga on chances are they'll like it and they ask for it by the pint or the quart <laughs> or the you know so it's so 
Yeah, so so there was just this topic of just if you want if you want to like f- create a fusion, you have to be careful. Yeah. Because you don't want to lose the the special seasoning yeah. that makes Filipino food so delicious. Yeah. Otherwise it's just another bland food. Yeah. Repackaged lot- as Yeah. Asian. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, the worst that can possibly happen, I've seen this happen before, where that, like, a lot of, like, people who create, who make Filipino food, right? A lot of people say, this tastes like that Thai dish. (laughs) You know? I hate it when they do that. And it's like, yeah, okay, but it's Filipino food. But it's not Thai. It's 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 not Thai. It's Filipino food, right? Yeah. but that's the thing, like, I get, like, how, you know, people like to compare things and that sort of That's awesome. That's great. You know, like, it, it, it's a comfort. But right. yeah, it, to me, it's like, like, but there are distinct ingredients in Filipino food that is not in Thai. You know, like, Filipinos, right? They're, what's our, what's our, what's our three favorite ingredients, right? Doyo, soy sauce, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Vinegar. Vinegar. <laughs> right? Yeah. And brown sugar. Yep. You know, like any of those combinations. Oh, yeah. And, and fish sauce, right? But fish sauce is also in every other. Yeah, patis, right? Which is very mm. distinct. And one of the things that makes Filipino food very distinct from other Filipino foods is the, is the soy sauce that we use. And one of the things about the soy sauce, like the, the silver swan and the dato, dato puti, <laughs> you know, ah, the, yes. you know those those things, very little acidity. Whereas, like Japanese, Chinese soy sauces, especially Thai soy sauces, they have higher acidity. So there's a lot more of like a oh. like a tangier flavor into their soy sauce. Filipinos, nothing. It's pure huh. on. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why, like, when I make, like, Filipino food, I always go for the silver swan. I always go for the dato pati. I always go for... That's right. It's the same thing with... with uh, I'd rather use patis than squid. Brand. Fair. Right? That's fair. Because <laughs> patis is... They're using different kinds of fish when they're using that... When they're making that patis than the one they use for squid. Right. Okay. And you can tell the differences. Okay. And it's, it is one of those things where, where, you know, like people know the squid brand, right? Because, because it's Thai. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when it comes to, you know, Rufina Patis, nobody knows what the heck that is. It's just soy, it's, it's just fish sauce, right? Right. It's, it's, it's in the little details. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And that to me, I would rather go for that than the other one, right? But mm-hmm. I inherited like a bottle of squid, so I'm still trying to get through that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I do have squid, but trust me, like I was, I was eyeing the Rufina Patis when I was at at, at, uh, at United Noodles, but I was like, ah, I don't want to get it now because it's just gonna sit in my freaking pantry. And fish sauce does go bad, people. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check so, mine then. <laughs> I'm gonna have to yeah. check mine. Um, another another thing. I'm we gonna need to wrap this up soon. Um, a couple other things. Filipinos fight with success. You know how, like the food industry is very cutthroat. Yep. It's like 
It's like that one show. Uh, like, like, even if you see like baking shows, like the American versus British. Yeah. Americans are like, no, 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 don't do that, and they just push and <laughs> shove and yell and all that stuff. The British are like, they help each other. Yeah. They're like, oh no, your cake. Let it's me broken. Help you. Can I help you with let me something? Help you. Here, let me open yeah. up the oven door for you, so you. So it they. I mean, it's still a competition, <laughs> but they always thrive to, you know, help other yeah. other bakers. The Filipinos are kind of like that. They they understand that the the restaurant business is it's very hard. competitive. Yep. But when they see a fellow Filipino trying to, you know get a good start on their thing they will they will help you they will probably critique what you could improve yeah. what to get rid of and when and if they see you win something and they themselves lose they'll celebrate with you yeah because in their mind it's also a win to them as well yeah because every filipino restaurant that opens is, is a, a win to the Filipino yeah, community. Yeah. It's just like, you know, I found this out that like Philippine Village and Asian Mart, you know, they ah. will sometimes help each other out. Yeah. You know, and there's, you know, and the, com and the community will help each other out, you know, like, because I think the, the, the commonality is that we want to see our culture be recognized and be part yeah. of the, you know, that sort of thing. And, you know, because for the longest time, especially Minnesota, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I was complaining like a decade ago, there wasn't any Filipino restaurants around here. I still believe so. that there should be a Jollibee. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> We're missing a Jollibee and a Red Ribbon. <laughs> Take notes. <laughs> um, and also, and what I like is that through their food, this is a great way as a chef. A great way to connect to customers that are not Filipino. Yeah. I mean, it's the best way. Like, if you're going on a date, like, I like say that I'm dating and I met this guy and we get into this whole conversation. I was like, so how do you describe your, like, how do you describe your culture? Immediately, I would take them to like a Filipino food or, or cook Filipino food for yeah. them. And even Alvin's um, Alvin Al Alvin's segment was that whole he had this what seven course meal mm -hmm. or whatever, and he would personally like bring it out and say, okay, this is part of my culture. Um, I hope I hope you enjoy it. I hope that I will explain my experiences here as a Filipino American through my food. And let's go on this culinary journey together. And I just found that very cool that yeah. there is that connection. Yeah. It's, and this is just, I'm going to end my notes right here. The Jeepney restaurant in the New York is now going to be my number one go-to restaurant for Filipino food. Why? They have balut. Yes. Not they to mention, did. not only that, 
they serve it exactly like they do in the Philippines. They come out, they yell baloy, baloy. They even yep. come out screaming baloy, and then you have to be like, oh, come here. And then they would have a baloy. It'll be warm, ready to eat. I'm yeah. like, crack that, crack that full of salt. Yes. Okay, so next time I go to New York, I haven't been to New York since I was a. That's uh, been Teenager, a while. I, so <laughs> okay, I will be. I will be brutally honest. New York isn't exactly my forte. Uh, it's a bit too crowded for me, and I really don't like driving in it. Yeah, I can still smell the New York smell. <laughs> but I'm just. But what I like is the diversity in yeah. restaurants and people and all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, okay, I will go to New York for that. <laughs> <laughs> Just for that, nothing else. We're just gonna go stop by Jeepneys and then we're gonna go our merry way outside of New York. <laughs> well, my family, my family lives in that Jersey. part of New Jersey that's like you know bordering New York City. Oh, so. So okay, like, like Hoboken all right. and all that area. But there. chances, chances are they probably have a Filipino store that sells balut. Probably, but nah, I'll. I want the experience. I want to hear people yell a lot from the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now I'm getting hungry again. <laughs> Anyways. All right. So that's, if you haven't seen it, go watch Alam. It's a really good introductory to like, you know, Philippine like cuisine in the United States and how it sort of came to, pa you know, came to pass, came to be. And yep. I'm, and it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. So if you have Hulu, it's on Hulu. Yes. Um, anyways, let's move on to our last thing that we want to talk about. We've been about. dropping, we've been, been dropping, dropping teases on hits. this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So we went to the latest Filipino restaurant. If you haven't watched, heard our other show. Uh, Dungeon, Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks. We did do a full review of that one, but um, it's the newest Filipino restaurant in the in the Twin Cities called Calzada. Uh, we talked about this what back in January. Oh yeah, <laughs> this say. was when we first heard that another Filipino restaurant yeah. was opening, and immediately we were following it. We were so following those that it. don't know, Calzada means road, yes, or street. Yeah, and their uh, their mascot or icon is the, the water buffalo. The water buffalo, one of my favorite, cool. one of my favorite animals. Um, and uh, so, all right. So let's just let's just rip a well. Okay, um, let's 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 tell the good things about this restaurant because there are plenty of good things about this restaurant, right? One of the things that I do like in and uh and i appreciate okay is uh -huh. that <laughs> is that um what was that drink that i had there oh was it the months it was like a island cocktail i think yeah something like that it was like a it was a really good island it was good um angela had it i had it and oh island cooler it island was cooler -alcohol. yeah non-alcoholic very good, very uh, very citrusy. There's calamansi juice in it, which I'll drink anything that has calamansi juice in it. Just like I will drink yes. anything that has mangoes, 
preferably the Cebuano kind. So. <laughs> so that one had calamansi juice, blood orange juice, pineapple juice. That was good. Basil. Agave. How do you say it? Agave. A-G-A-V-E. Agave. Agave syrup. Yeah. Yeah. So it was good. The other thing I really appreciate too is that. Um, is that uh, the one that I had, the main entree, was excellent. The beefsteak was excellent. Oh, the beefsteak? Yeah. Yeah, it was good, right? Of course, I could taste that they were doing it on gas. Okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I will give that a pass. Yes, okay. I can taste whether or not they're doing it on gas versus, versus like actual, you know, charcoal. And, mm-hmm. but I'll give them a pass, right? It's an indoor grill, so. But it was good. And then they, they did the beans just like the way that my my dad does it. Right? With the soy sauce, with the mm. uh, with the garlic and that sort of thing. It was excellent. Um, other thing, too, was that I did like the decor of the place. It was very much like it reminded me of, like, going to my, you know, going to, you know, like a like my grandma's house in the oh. Philippines, you know, oh, or yeah. my, you know, like it had like, well, you know, there's the, there's the, you know, it's a Filipino restaurant when they have Jose Rizal's picture plastered there. Yeah. Right. It was pretty, it and, was pretty uh, noticeable. <laughs> it was very noticeable. It was right there. And even though one of the dudes that was in that picture too, had the, had the water buffalo. Oh, the Calzada water bottle, yeah, buffalo on I, it. Yeah. So, but um, it was it was yeah. good, and you know I did enjoy. Um, I mean, I did enjoy the atmosphere. That was that was really, yeah. Oh man, we could, we could, uh, we could smell the adobo chicken yes. from down the street. Yes. Like, yeah. Yep. That's that's we're approaching a Filipino restaurant. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. This is definitely um, not a southern barbecue place. Uh, by the way, I, I do want to mention the lumpia. Yep. That was that was perfection. That was and, good. I had a little bit of that. And also, well, what topped it off was that they actually served it with banana ketchup. Ooh. That's right. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I need to go to the Filipino store now to get buy banana ketchup, and that'll be the only ketchup that I need. <laughs> I did. I went. I went. That's one of the things about United Noodles was banana ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, that was good. Uh, there, I mean, what else did you find that was pretty good, Pam? Um, are we gonna cover like the pluses and then yeah. the critiques yeah. afterward? Okay, the ones that I like, I had to order my kare kare. Yes, which. Is my absolute favorite Filipino yeah. uh, dish growing up in, as a yeah. childhood. That's my go-to. What I like is that they didn't use oxtail, which is normally what my what? parents. Mm-hmm. They used like a rib. It was like a rib meat, but yep. there were no bones on it. And the meat was cooked. Like it was very tender. Very You could easily pull the meat apart. Yep. Um, instead of serving it like in a stew they cooked it in like a peanut butter sauce drizzled yep. it on top of it and then they put bagaong 
like on top of it. And it was actually a very decent, you know, um, mixture. Yeah. The ra- the rations, well, the kare kare portions were rationable. The rice, mm, no, we'll get to that. But, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, I will. But yeah, I mean, and me- and I would say that you know it's really high on there, the kare kare. Yeah. But I like how it reserved the sanctity of the kare kare as not as good as how my mom does it. Yeah. You will never beat homemade cooking. Just <laughs> hands down. I think, but this is awfully co- close. Yeah, awfully this, close. I think that's like full on. Pretty much everyone's like, nobody's going to be better than my mom's cooking or my dad's cooking or my grandma's cooking or whatever. You know, like, no, because that's what you grew up with and completely understandable. One thing that I will say, I was talking about this over at my brother's place during his <laughs> little get together, right? I did talk about this place because I was, I think I was the first one in my entire family to go. And one of the things that I was told during the thing is like, you know, it's like, Edwin, you got to understand that this is Filipino fusion. Right. Um. And. Um. Right. Is it? Yes, is it? it is. It is. Okay. And here's the thing, right? I told, yeah, but does not excuse them from giving freaking like a number four scoop of rice. <laughs> like that, that's that's inex- yeah. That is not that is inexcusable. I'm sorry. Like you don't take an ice cream scoop and like, okay, there, there's your rice portion. Like, where are we? Like elementary school? Come on. <laughs> you know, like, like that was not Filipino food. Rice. Rice is the centerpiece and everything else just goes on top of that. Thing. That's yeah. <laughs> That's, I think we were, we were being overcharged with rice because yes. there's like that scoop. That comes with the meal. And if you ever want extra <laughs> rice, it's like an extra $2 for like regular rice and then like $3 for like garlic rice. Was it worth the extra? No. I'm s- number four scoop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> like seriously, like I, I did not understand why it was like so little rice for such a huge thing. Even my beef steak was huge. Like a lot of the blood was pork, like it was a big thing, but the rice there was not enough rice to cover the entire beefsteak. Yeah, right. No, like, I agree. Seriously, like this, we had to order extra rice because it was just like I even told the waiters, like, we're Filipinos, you know, like we need more rice. <laughs> I was like, that. like, what's what are we doing? <laughs> you know, like, I what is that? I mean, it was just not. If there was a big complaint, that was the complaint. Like, this was... I mean, come on. Like, a point Edwin, gave you more rice than that. Edwin looked at his plate and said, Anata. What's this? Anata. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just... I don't know. I, and, you know, you understand this is a Philippine food. I, I get that. You know, they had, like, Longanisa Burger. Right? They had that. They had, like, a bunch of other things in their menu. Yeah. And this was the dinner menu. There they a dinner had menu. a you know breakfast menu yeah. that's separate, but yeah, we went for dinner. But the thing um, was, is like I ordered dinuguan, like I want dinuguan because I saw that in the online. Yeah. I was online before I went because I wanted to like sort of like give it a good study of the menu, like just figure out what they had, figuring out what I wanted to order, and I was fully on set for dinuguan. Went there, and it was even on the menu. 
Yeah, that <laughs> like, was a very big disappointment. That was a very big disappointment. And, uh, like I said before, I I judge Filipino restaurants by the way they make their dinaguan. So I was I was very happy when I saw that online, but not it wasn't even on their normal menu for that day. It was the same day they yeah. had that. And then the, here's the thing. So I went and ordered calderita, right? Which is another Filipino staple food and stuff like that, right? It's Yep. Right. And but this it was made with lamb, which is fine, right? Yeah. You know, which is fine. I get it. Fusion. Whatever. Let's yeah, let's see what what they can do. When I ordered that, I ordered that. Waiter took the uh, the yeah, the waiter took it. About what? Like ten minutes later, he comes back to the table. Like, told me that they didn't have any more. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And, and then I go. I was like, okay, I'll take. I'll you know, I'll take the beef steak because Angel already took the. Um, the fish. The fish. Yeah. So. I forgot what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> forgot to escabeche. That's it. Oh yeah. And Bye. then so she already took that. So I took the beef steak. I was like, okay, I like beef steak. This is great. You know, like I make beef steak. It's, it's good. Let's see how they do it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when I found out about the rice thing. And, <laughs> <laughs> right. But then here's the thing, right? It's like I had, um, I had kinila, right? That was the thing I ordered for, for the, as uh, an appetizer. As an appetizer, right? Now you, yeah. you, I love kinila. If you don't know what kinila is, right? It's it's essentially um, ceviche, right? And I love canilo, and I'll eat that. I eat like like plates of that, you know. And this wasn't. This was a little bland. Oh no! You know, it was just like they had like these crackers, and the crackers were actually more interesting than the the canilo. <laughs> like there wasn't oh. any acidity to it at all. Oh. I was like. What happened to what? You know? Like, it was just not... It wasn't interesting. And... So... The desserts... The desserts were okay. Yeah. Except like for the we actual took the, dessert portion? Yeah, but we took the last ones, didn't we? Yeah, we and took the last ones. And it was only like 7 o'clock. <laughs> Which was another, you know, yeah. another complaint. Yeah. Uh, their ube ice cream was pretty good. Oh, that was good. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure that was... What was that? I mean... It was good. Like, I saw. I wonder if that Jeff, was Magnolia. <laughs> I remember that. I remember Just Face. I saw Just Face when he, we took the took the ube. <laughs> the ube dessert. He's like he was like, uh, uh, <laughs> if you don't want it, I will. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it has a good start. Yeah. It has a good. I would. They had their choose... hiccups. Definitely had their yeah. hiccups. Um, I would choose Casado over Apoy. Apoy is again a very safe. Uh, it's a good introductory fusion. course for for Filipino. Yeah. So if, so yeah, I would say that if yeah. you had zero experience with Filipino food, Apoy is probably your best bet. Yeah. Um, Apoy is level Calzada one. Is, I'm sorry. Apoy is level one. Casado is like level two. Yeah, and then Manila Walk is like still the most authentic. Yeah. Filipino. Manila Walk is your 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 authentic. And it's still my favorite Filipino restaurant to go to. 
I agree. So. I agree. And <laughs> and you know what? What's very hard to beat with Manila Walk? Not only is it close to authentic Filipino food, but it's also cheaper. It's cheaper. And there's a nanai and tatai that's sitting there like making food. <laughs> okay. Yes. You can't yes, be as far bad. As I, yeah, that's the owner, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> and it's like, it reminds me of like my uncle was sitting there in the kitchen like making food. Like seriously. I like. will I will say, I mean, I, this could be a pro or a con depending on how you view it. But for Manila Walk, they don't really have a set menu. It's whatever they whatever have yeah whatever is like like what they can get that day yes and that's what their menu is but they do have like a like they have a pretty pretty set menu for lunch i want to say like that's what they have but then when you go there like for dinner it can change yeah and but I don't think you'll be disappointed whatever the heck they change it to because it's still pretty authentic stuff. Like, that's the only place yeah. I know. Actually, when we went there, I think they asked, well, do you want this? We don't have any more of this, but if you want it, we will make it. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that you would that, take custom orders. Yeah, but. that was a surprise because I remember asking, what was that thing I asked them to make? I think it was Was it Dinoguan? I want to say it was uh, Humba with. Uh, Which one is that? It's like with a. Was it with like the black beans? Like the. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, I remember like asking something like that, and they made it, and they made mm-hmm. they made hollow hollow for me one time. <laughs> and I wasn't around. Come on. Yeah, I went there. <laughs> I went there to pick up food, and it was like, and someone in front of me like ordered hollow. I was like, I'll have that. Right. <laughs> I'm with that. Yeah, so it is it is a thing, you know, but you know, they don't they 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 shop locally for their stuff, you know, they're yeah. not getting it from big things and then they so they make whatever they can of what they have and another which is yeah, really and another like, thing ab- I can't blame them for Man- that. <laughs> I really another can't. thing about Manila Walk is that um I think they have shorter hours. Yeah. Like we went on a Friday night and they had to close at what, seven? Yeah. Eight. Yeah. So there we're is, like, okay. Yeah, they're essentially so we'll a lunch place, but they'll also do dinner like till seven. Yeah. So it's. I have it's, to go there right after. It's just him, right? I think it's just him. Him and, and his wife, I want to say. I don't yeah, know if so they have it, any I other mean, person. I always just see those two there, and and okay. um, yeah. I mean, it's just authentic stuff. Like I, 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 I will, you know, like. How adventurous do you want to be in Filipino food? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Right. So. I, yeah, but but you are right. Level three is Manila Walk oh, yeah. for a very authentic. Um, Calzada. They have a they have kinks, a few uh, yeah. quirks to work over. Yeah, they weren't in their um, groove yet. They were so not in their groove. You know. I would I would have to say that if your menu changes, I would rather you pull the menu from your website. Because I don't know if their menu changes or how often it will. So if... And a lot of people depend on, you know, going online for their menu. If you're not no longer serving Dinuguan, please remove it. Yeah. I mean, they did even remove remove Caldereta and it was was on the... It was on the live menu. I I didn't know if Caldereta was just 
they're out of lamb that night or if they just know. stopped serving it. Yeah, we I don't, don't know. We don't know. They just said they didn't have any available. I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, but seriously, put your number four scoop away and <laughs> get the flat spoon. Get the flat spoon and get a bowl. And just really dig yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. It's, come on. You know, just, 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 just get the, get the big 50 pound sack of Milagrosa three ladies brand. And, <laughs> you know. Or even the, or even the white or rabbit, the rabbit one. Yeah. Is that get the, the rabbit bread. one? Or no? Yeah. That's just the slightly less, that's just fine it's quality. It's a cheaper one. Yeah, it's a cheaper one. I'll be yeah. that. I like that too. We'll take it. <laughs> you know, we'll take it as so, long as it's in large quantities. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think I think someday in the near future we should try their day menu. Yes, I am very curious about their longanisa yeah. burger. <laughs> and you know what the thing is? Like I always give restaurants a second look. You know, so I'm not yeah. like, you know, I'm not set in my ways. Like I'll never go back to whatever again. You know, it's. I'll I'll go back and see if things changed. Like yeah. again, I love United Noodles Unideli, but guess what? They effed up. <laughs> and we will so, see you in three to five years, probably. Yeah. So, you know, and I've seen I mean, I've seen places where ooh, they're doing something right now, and I like that. You know, it's that. I, I give places second chances, you know, I, I won't say I'll never, I mean, there's only one place that I ever said I'll never go back to that place again, and that was Octobar. And that's closed. <laughs> and that's closed. So there it is. So yeah. there you go. It's no longer a problem. We yeah, can't go no back longer. to if it doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so. so that was Calzada. This is on Selby. No. Yeah. Selby Avenue in St. Paul. It's on the east side of St. Paul. Go try yourself. Um, hopefully, you know, you have a better, you know, better experience, better experience, you know, but that was my experience and, and it was a genuine experience, I would say, because I never tell anybody that we're actually talking about them, like in these, you know, in a show like this. So it is what you get, what you get. Um, again, I'll go back because. I will, you know, maybe they've gotten their groove on and everything's all like, you know, like a well-oiled machine now, you know, that. Yeah. And they actually get their menu straight. So, you know, again. Time will tell. Time will tell. So anyways, that's, I think, do you have any more or less? Nope. Nope. I am. I I had my fill, literally. And yeah. (laughs) I'm being tired. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, this is our sh- this is uh, episode 32 um, yes. of Hollow Hollow Hangouts. Hello, hello, oh, hangout. There it is. Oop. Maraming salamat po for listening to us. Yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, episode 32. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Um, if you want to reach me, my you can look, you can find me at TCDZ Edwin on Twitter. You can also find me at DIY Edwin on Instagram, or you can email us at done no hello hello hangouts at gmail.com. <laughs> it's getting podcast. late. Um, um, so so and people my name. Me. <laughs> 
My name is Pam. You could also find me on Twitter at PandaCatDragon1. Um, I'm also uh, on Instagram at PandaCatDragon. Um, if you want to reach any of us through Facebook, you could reach us at the Legend Creators page. Yep. Um, we also have a website, legendcreators.com. You could also send us a message through there. Yep. Remember to please like, comment, subscribe, and share. And share. We always like to hear from our listeners. Yes. Um, if you have any comments or suggestions, that sort of thing, we also welcome those. Um, we also want to make our, our show better, and we can't do that without your help. So, And I'm getting phone calls. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's <laughs> Hollow Hall Hangouts for episode 32. Mabuhai. Mabuhai.